Loving God, open our eyes that we may see as you see. Amen. Please be seated. What sign are you going to give us then? Show us a sign, Jesus. Poor guy. I imagine him thinking in Aramaic, y'all, I just fed 5,000 people with a few loaves of bread, and last night, to top it off, I walked on water. What more could you possibly need to see? I think the demanding crowd around Jesus can be a comfort to us, though. These unseeing people who are so focused on their immediate needs that they can quickly forget about a miracle. People who lived in Jesus' time would have known and feared bread shortages. They lived in a world of scarcity. Bread was essential to survival, and the securing of one's daily bread dominated the lives of many people. This need was so present in their mind that perhaps we shouldn't blame them for forgetting about yesterday's miracle as they turned to Jesus to again help them. They lived in a world of scarcity, where their present need made it difficult for them to see a future, much less one with the abundant living bread that Jesus describes. But where people see scarcity and impossibility, Jesus sees plenty and abundance. Last week, Lissa talked about Jesus' call for the disciples to gather up the frag fragments of bread left over, fragments that taken together continued to provide plentiful food. God's own incarnation in the physical body of Jesus shows us that, shows us that God cares deeply about our embodied experience, about our pain and hunger. And Jesus honored the physical needs of the crowd of 5,000 by providing them with the common everyday food of bread and fish. But at the same time, this food pointed beyond the filling of empty bellies to the bread of life. This is our life in Christ, grounded and material, but also shot through with radiant divinity. This morning's story says a lot about how we see the world. This part of the Gospel of John is called the Book of Signs because it has many instances of Jesus performing a sign or miracle, like turning water into wine at Cana or raising Lazarus, showing that he is the Son of God through these signs. He is the Messiah. But these signs are often met with confusion. People can't quite see what he's getting at. And the fact that Jesus often transforms very ordinary things is important. The common foods of bread and fish from this story are sacraments, an outward and visible sign of an inward grace given to us from God. The Gospel of John is the only gospel to not include what we call an institution narrative, where Jesus blesses and breaks bread with the disciples the night before the crucifixion. But in this story of the feeding of the 5,000, we see how we may encounter God in all things, even the most common meal of bread and fish. What we hear today is Jesus proclaiming himself the bread of life, our daily bread. Jesus is with us now in our time of need, but even better than that, he promises to be with us always, 
Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. What an astonishing thing to hear for people familiar with hunger. And what a surprising thing for us to hear in our world of the quick and the immediate, the disposable. An eternal banquet of heavenly bread, a promise of never ending love. Here at Christ Church, we know something about food that has meaning far beyond its nutritional value. Like the burritos of the urban bicycle ministry and the meals that we make with love for families with new babies or lost loved ones. Like the Eucharist we share each week in this space, the fruit of the earth and the work of human hands transform to satisfy a longing far deeper than hunger. I would like to challenge you to see these things as our very own everyday miracles. To see as God sees, to trust that we, in ways that may seem inadequate to us, can address needs here in Nashville. Last Sunday, we had six people who received vaccines at the vaccination station, and one so far today that I've heard. I understand if you're thinking, of all the people who walk down Broadway on a Sunday morning, only seven people? But that's not how I see it, as I try so hard to see as God sees. I see seven people who were offered a cup of cold water on a very hot day, who could talk to our very own bandy nurse, Stephen Nelson, if they had concerns or questions. Seven people who were treated with love and kindness by the nurses of Metro Public Health. Several of the people receiving vaccines had a prior relationship with the cathedral through different ministries. Those relationships, woven strand by strand over time, overcame fear and provided comfort. And we as a community are all safer for it. In our epistle reading today, we hear about how we each must share our particular gifts in order to live a life worthy of the calling to which we have been called. This is a life where we are challenged and inspired to see as God sees, to see possibility instead of impossibility, to see a few loaves of bread as an invitation to a feast, to see a visit to an incarcerated person on death row as a light-filled encounter with God, despite the seemingly impenetrable darkness. The gifts that God gave were that some would be caregivers, some teachers, some AA sponsors, some friends, some room at the end volunteers. These gifts allow us to see as God sees, to share the love that we know from God with others. God equips us to stand rooted and grounded in love, looking at a world where everyday miracles are possible. Amen. Oh,